enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some new favorites for you from our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Step Outside Your Comfort Zone. And one of the themes that we saw a lot in the 6,000 submissions that we got for this book was the theme of making new friends. You know, overcoming shyness, reaching out to strangers, basically just putting yourself out there to make new human connections. It can be tough because you're making yourself vulnerable when you talk to new people. And and when you offer up your friendship, you're risking that they're going to say no. So a lot of us are afraid to try it. But for those of you who need a little motivation to talk to a stranger at a holiday party or to strike up a conversation with that neighbor of yours or to join a new group to deliberately make some new friends, here are a couple of stories that might help you. In the first one, Ruth Lehrer describes what she calls the elevator challenge. Now, Ruth Lehrer is the mother of the well-known radio host, Brian Lehrer. So she definitely has the gift of gab, the same one that her son has. But she had moved into a new environment for her. It was a 21-story apartment building in Queens, and there were 1,100 apartments and 1,800 residents. And this was after Ruth had lived in a house for 48 years. So for the first time, Ruth and her husband, Arthur, were dependent upon an elevator every time that they came and went from their new home. So there they were, confined with strangers in a little four-foot by six-foot cubicle. And they were in that cubicle many times each day. And Ruth noticed that everyone was following what she viewed as, quote, office building protocol. They were looking straight ahead, they weren't making eye contact, and they were certainly not talking to each other. And Ruth says it was actually kind of creepy, because you wouldn't do that if you were walking down your driveway at your house. You wouldn't just ignore your neighbor on the driveway next to yours. So at first, Ruth went along with what seemed to be the norm in this apartment building. But then she decided to challenge herself to break through this elevator etiquette because it didn't really seem like etiquette at all. It didn't seem to be polite when you think about it. And she started asking people what floor they were going to, and then she would make little comments about the weather. It was tough at first, but it got easier with practice, and people actually started talking in the elevator. They started sharing information about local stores or where they got their hair cut. They were engaging with each other. So after two years of this tentative outreach program, which was starting to thaw the standoffish culture of her building, Ruth went one more step and she asked the management company if they would start a resident discussion group. And now about 50 residents attend these weekly meetings. And this has led to new friendships in the building. And it has motivated Ruth to continue what she calls her elevator camaraderie campaign. She says that she no longer feels like a lone crusader, and every elevator trip now is an adventure that may lead to her meeting somebody new. Her husband, Arthur, had resisted all of that elevator socializing at first, but now he's giving it a shot too, and Ruth says that she sees people stopping to talk to Arthur, and she'll ask him, who's that? 
And he'll reply, oh, it's just an elevator friend. Now, Michelle Bruce has a very encouraging story for those of us who consider ourselves quiet and shy. She says that she comes from a long line of women who would be described as introverts. And she says that going to a social event always made her a little anxious. She admires people who can walk into a room and just start talking to strangers. And I admire those people, too. And Michelle says that she didn't think she could be like that until something really wonderful happened. But I'll let her tell you about that. Yeah, it was 12 years ago. I was a busy mom with four children, and I had just been diagnosed with breast cancer. The kids were really young, about ages four, six, seven, and eight. And we had just begun baseball season for that year. As we sat the game, another parent came up and struck up a conversation with me. He told me that he was just newly divorced and his ex-wife and I would make really good friends. He said that we had a lot in common and since we both had four kids practically the same ages and the kids could play together and he thought that'd be a really good idea. But it was his last point that he said that really convinced me. He said that she was having a really hard time with her divorce and since I had cancer and he thought maybe we could support each other and I did think that was a really good idea. So Michelle went home and she thought about it because she did want someone to talk to. And even though this woman didn't have breast cancer, she was still a woman and she would understand Michelle's feelings. Plus, she had four kids just like Michelle. And she was going through a huge life event, too, in her case, a divorce. Well, it took me a good two weeks to talk myself into doing it. So one day I just woke up and put on a brave face and decided I was going to make a new friend that day. The kids were in school, except for my youngest. So I gathered her up, and we decided to head over to this woman's house. I knocked on her door, and I thought she's going to think I am some sort of lunatic standing there. But I was really surprised when she answered. I introduced myself and explained that I had met her ex-husband at baseball, and I understood our kids were the same age. So we stood there, and we talked about our kids and the town we lived in and the baseball games. And before I knew it, an hour and a half had gone by. And talking to her was actually like talking to an old friend. There was no awkward silence or, and it was just great conversation. We uh, made plans to take the kids to the park after school. And this was the first of hundreds of trips to that park. The red park bench at the playground actually became our therapy bench. So the years passed and Michelle's cancer was behind her and her friend's divorce was behind her. But their friendship continued, and they helped each other through new things, including when Michelle's son was diagnosed with brain cancer, which fortunately, he survived. Michelle says that stepping outside her comfort zone to make this new friend was hard, but it was so worth it. Yes, knocking on a stranger's door was actually one of the most life-enriching things I have ever done. I know her ex-husband said she needed a friend, but it turns out that I really needed one more. I love her like a sister, and I always will. And I'm still very quiet and very reserved, but now I understand we need to try new things to discover the beautiful possibilities our world can offer, just like my friend Jen. I just love that story about Michelle and Jen. I did go to a woman's event recently where I knew absolutely no one, and I remembered all these stories from our Step Outside Your Comfort Zone book, and I just went for it. I walked up to numerous women, And I introduced myself, even if it was, you know, women who were standing there in pairs and they were obviously there together. 
And it worked. Everyone was very receptive to talking, which just shows you just have to try it and it will usually work. It's just taking that first step that is so hard. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. And please make sure you subscribe to it. You can go to Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And that way, each new episode will be automatically downloaded into your phone. If you want to learn more about our new bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Step Outside Your Comfort Zone, you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com. Go there and click the podcast button, and you'll see this week's featured books. You can also pick up a copy for yourself or as a holiday gift. You can find it at Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, your local independent bookstore, Walmart, Rite Aid, Target, Kroger, Amazon, Chapters Indigo, Costco Canada, and wherever else books are sold. Come back Friday for our next episode. You're going to hear from Dr. Mike Dow, who is a wonderful therapist. He's going to talk about holiday stress and how we can handle it. I love Dr. Mike Dow because his tips are always so practical and they're so very doable. And I'm looking forward to sharing his great advice with you as we head into the holidays. <music>